Hello and welcome to the Pleasure Collective podcast. This podcast will help you to create a desire-driven, pleasure-led life, uncover the absolute gold that exists in your motherhood experience, and create synergy in blending motherhood and business. I'm your host, Regan Fig, wife and mama to three little wildlings, author of A Mother's Pleasure, and coach and mentor to women who want to create what they desire with pleasure. I'm honored to have you invest your time, energy, and attention in listening into the podcast. And I acknowledge the custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wadi Wadi people of Darawa land. Now let's dive in. Chapter 9. Pleasure as a tool for self-discovery and liberation. After giving birth to baby number two, I discovered that most of what I believed to be true and right when it came to being a mother and experiencing pleasure was nothing more than a collection of ideas, comments, stories and experiences that I had been told or received through the media and indirect messaging or that had been modelled to me. I had taken on these stories as truth and integrated them into my body and my psyche with this process starting as far back as childhood. I had been holding on to that collection of ideas, believing them to be true and had unknowingly used them to scaffold my entire existence as a mother. In his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, Dr. Joe Dispenza says that by the time we are 35 years old, 95% of our life is run by a subconscious program that creates our entire reality. Our behaviors, attitudes, beliefs, habits, and skills are governed by this program, which means we'll continue to think, feel, and react in the same ways day to day, year to year. We might, for example, automatically turn to food when we're upset or say yes to every little thing people ask of us. We are set to continue with this curated program until we make the unconscious conscious. One way of doing this, the most pleasurable way, is by following our desires and using pleasure as a tool, as a magnifying glass, to bring those behaviours, attitudes, beliefs, emotional reactions, habits, skills, associated memories, conditioned responses and perceptions to the surface so that we can decide if they're the scaffolding we want to shape our reality. If not, we can choose what we'd prefer instead. If you've done any kind of personal development work before, chances are you've done some journaling, talk therapy, meditation, dreaming or visioning. And I'm guessing you probably didn't know that you could use pleasure as a tool. I'm also guessing that, as you are here reading this, you're up for it. Or, at the very least, curious about it. Safety first. Before we begin to explore the art of pleasure as a tool for self-discovery and liberation, let's start to set the groundwork for our sense of safety. Safety is required in order for us to open to pleasure, in order for us to look into the ocean of ourselves and see what lies beneath the surface. There's a chance that within your experience of life so far there have been times when you didn't feel safe in your body, or perhaps feeling pleasure wasn't safe for you in some way or another. Stress can contribute to feeling unsafe within our body. When we are stressed, even if we logically know that we're in a safe environment, our sympathetic nervous system and the fight-flight-freeze response is activated and our body believes it should be wary of danger and definitely not surrender to pleasure. Avoiding pleasure until we've been productive is an indication that on some level we aren't feeling entirely safe to experience pleasure, in quotations, prematurely. 
That is, until we've, in quotations, earned it and have ticked off all the to-dos. So, step one is to bring yourself to a place of safety within your body. I invite you to do this before any pleasure practice that feels a little uncomfortable at first. Take your time, relax your body, and if you still don't have a sense of safety after this, return to it at a later time. We calm our nervous system, we bring ourselves to the present moment, we notice where we are and that we are safe. 1. Sit somewhere comfortable. 2. Take at least 5 deep breaths. 3. Bring your sensory practice in. Notice the support you feel from where you're sitting. Look around and become aware of what's in your environment. Take in the smells, sounds, sights. 4. Bring your hands to your body. Touch yourself in a way that feels safe. Maybe give yourself a gentle squeeze, stroke your skin, massage your face. Notice your current connection to the body. 5. Feel into your body and move in any way that feels good and available to you right now. Maybe it's rolling the shoulders, stretching the neck, twisting the spine, or bending forward to stretch your back. 6. Remind yourself that you are safe. 7. Now let's play. Note, you can skip this process once you begin to feel safe in your body with this practice, or if you feel completely comfortable to begin with. Activity 1. The Pleasure Genie. Now we've established safety we can surrender to the practice of using pleasure as the tool for exposing those hidden unconscious programs. Let me demonstrate what I mean with this exercise. Please grab your pen and journal and be ready to write down what comes to mind in response to this next question. Jot down everything you can think of without judgment or questioning, without overthinking. Chances are you'll have answers ranging from one end of the spectrum to the other, and they are all welcome here. In fact, the more answers you have, the better. Even if they seem to contradict each other, that's okay too. Okay, so here we go. Write what comes up for you when I ask you this question. If I were a pleasure genie, how would you feel if I offered you pleasure in every moment of every day for the rest of your life? What thoughts come up for you? Chances are you'll have some responses from one end of the spectrum. Oh, awesome. Sounds fun. I'd love that. Great. And some responses from the other end of the spectrum. How frivolous. I wouldn't deserve it. I'd be ashamed to tell anyone. And anything and everything in between. Jot them all down, one after another. Don't read them until you feel like you're done and there's none left to come through right now. I invite you to repeat this question to yourself throughout the day, maybe over a day or two, and continue to jot down the thoughts and feelings that come up for you. All of it. From what your mother-in-law might say about it, to how embarrassed you might be if you showed your pleasure-filled face publicly, to the question of how will you get anything done. This is just the start of this practice. This is just the tip of the iceberg that reveals to us our relationship with pleasure and our subconscious programming. And the best part about it? You don't have to go searching for all of the experiences, behaviors, attitudes, beliefs, emotional reactions, habits skills, associated memories, conditioned responses and perceptions that no longer serve you. No mama's got time for that. What we can do is begin to be driven by desire and led by pleasure. We can begin to say yes to the things that we desire, to the things that will bring us pleasure. This will automatically bring to the surface the things that are holding us back from self-discovery, liberation and our pleasure. Soul over shoulds. 
I remember one of the times I started putting this practice into action. After having two babies in two years, I was finally at a stage where I felt I could leave our youngest for a few hours to go out for lunch with some friends. Two hours to sit with my full attention on sharing stories with my friends with no snacks to provide, no baby to hold, no breastfeeding to be done. That was a pleasure I'd been craving for what felt like months. As I was heading out the door saying goodbye to Jake and the boys, I was stuck in what only I can describe as a mum guilt friction, where I logically knew it was fine to go out with my friends, that it would benefit me and the rest of the family. But my mind and body's responses told me otherwise. My mind started bringing up thoughts like, they're too young to be left with anyone else. You should be looking after them. A good mother is with her children 24-7. Being with your children is more important than lunch with friends. Before devoting myself to this practice, I would have ignored my body, tried not to notice the resistive thoughts, numbed the discomfort in my body with a glass of wine, distracted myself with some scrolling or cleaning, or literally pushed the feelings down with food. I would have exhausted myself trying to not feel guilty and not really enjoyed any time or pleasure that was available to me. The programming would have been left there, unresolved in my subconscious, ready to bring itself to the surface the next time around. What I discovered is that in deepening my connection to my mind and body, I could hear my soul guiding me towards what she desired and choose her desires over the, in quotations, shoulds. So here's what we're going to do. When you notice a desire arrive, acknowledge it and honour it. Take a mental or actual note of it. Get really conscious about what's coming up in your mind and body. If possible, say yes and have, create or experience the thing. Here is where your cards are shown to you. Here is where the discomfort will likely start to arise. Here is where your mind will begin to turn you away from your desires and your body will start to feel like an uncomfortable place to be. When we don't honor these thoughts or feelings, we continue to run the, in quotations, default settings, enabling this pattern to resurrect itself every time we have a desire that feels problematic. In the next chapter, we'll explore deeper issues that come from not acknowledging the bodily experience of discomfort and how it prevents us from feeling pleasure, joy, and happiness to the depths that we have potential for. There'll likely be more there than just having to carry a sense of mum guilt out to lunch with you. Activity two, add to your feel-good guide. What's something that you feel really called to do or experience at the moment? Is there something that would bring you pleasure that you have a desire for. Take a few moments to consider what you'd like to have, create, or experience right now and jot it down in your feel-good guide. Note, are some things already popping their heads up? Thoughts that say, I don't have time for that right now. That's not for me. Maybe I'll get to that someday. Please be curious and non-judgmental, dear reader. The practice. So, what to do? We allow the things in our subconscious undercurrent to come to the surface every time we have the opportunity to open to pleasure, to do what we desire, to enjoy ourselves, to have fun, to pamper ourselves, or whatever it is in the moment that our body is drawing us to. We get conscious about what it is that we desire, and we say yes to the pleasurable thing. We say yes, and we observe what thoughts arise. We say yes, and we feel the feelings that present themselves. We say yes and we get curious about what comes up that wants to hold us back from our pleasure. We say yes and we allow ourselves permission to see what thoughts and beliefs we carry, 
without judgment, without deciding what is right or wrong, without looking for someone to blame, without needing to convince or argue. For example, you're invited to something or somewhere that will be pleasurable for you. Notice you've been offered the opportunity to open to pleasure. Notice what's coming up in your mind and body. Note down any thoughts or feelings, just like what we did earlier, without judgment. Perhaps some are surprising, some are expected. Some in a sense of safety if it feels really uncomfortable, if you feel like you want to fight, flee, or freeze. From here, we get to become really aware of all of those parts that have come up, acknowledge them, love them, integrate them into our body and our psyche, and if we wish, choose something that is more helpful for us. Remember, we are operating from pre-programmed ways of being. The following is a process that's been helpful for me and my clients in changing the programming and installing the new program. Explore one thought or, in quotations, idea at a time, covering as many as you feel called to. Note that when you start doing this exercise, there might be a lot more to explore than expected. Don't worry, there will end up being less and less. When faced with the opportunity for pleasure. 1. What thoughts or ideas arise? 2. Are they true? 3. Where did they come from? 4. Do they feel good? 5. Would I like to keep these thoughts or feelings? If yes, great. Move on with your pleasure activity. If not, keep going. 6. What would be a better thought or feeling? 7. Every time you catch yourself thinking the old thought, choose to replace it with the new, better feeling thought. This is how we can replace the old default program with the new one. It can relieve you of mum guilt if you experience it for being self-focused or doing things that make you feel good. What you're being gifted here is insight into your subconscious. You're being shown how you've been socialized and what you've learned along the way about what is allowed to get in the way of your pleasure. You're using your desires and the things that would bring you pleasure as a metaphorical magnifying glass to reveal what's in the way of your pleasure. You're getting to see, maybe for the first time ever, what your relationship to pleasure is and learn a little more about what informs that for you, as we will all have our own unique relationship to pleasure and meeting our desires. We don't have to see these parts of us or our interesting ideas, beliefs or truths as problems blocks or things we need to get rid of. Remember the full spectrum woman that you are? You are a whole being, perfect as you are in this moment, exactly where you are. Should you wish to experience more pleasure, then this practice will help you see what's stopping you. Not what's good or bad, right or wrong, but just what's there, ready to be acknowledged and accepted with a new kind of programming that will further your self-discovery, pleasure liberation and transformation an opportunity to explore. When it comes to being desire-driven and prioritizing pleasure, what motherhood has taught me over the last few years is this. We are the ones who get to decide what is true for us. We can change our minds and choose something that is more aligned or helpful for us. We can begin to realize that the rules and ideas that we had assumed were true, right, and to be adhered to were actually just the result of previous conditioning. Conditioning that we can explore with curiosity and shift if we choose to. Motherhood is a spiritual journey because of this alone. We have the opportunity to explore our identity, what we believe to be true about the world and the way we move through the world. 
we get to be conscious of our life and what our values are. Motherhood brings us to a deeper awareness of where we want to spend our time, energy, money, intimacy, passion, attention, and other personal resources. As you consistently and regularly move through the practice we've learned and continue to become aware of this unconscious undercurrent of thought and programming, you will come to see where your self-worth and internalized societal value lie. Through this process, you will learn to make friends with your desires, say yes to receiving, and enjoy the things that bring you pleasure, without the burden of overwhelming discomfort, guilt, and shame. There'll be more on shame in the next chapter. Quote, say yes to receiving, and enjoy the things that bring you pleasure. All right, my love, before I wrap up this episode, listen in because I have an epic freebie coming in January. It's called The Mother Load and it's all about uncovering the absolute gold that already exists in your motherhood experience. It's a week-long journey live with me to strike gold in motherhood, not by getting lucky, not by trying harder or getting more organized. Not by changing your children's behavior or your personal circumstances, we uncover the gold that's already there for you to feel alive and lighter and soothed and in total reverence of the riches in your life. It's completely free and you'll leave with tangible treasure finding skills and practical, simple strategies. Make sure you go to the show notes for the sign up link. Again, it's completely free and you're invited. It's been my pleasure to offer my book to you in a really accessible way. If you're loving the podcast and audiobook episodes, please do me a massive favor and share it with a friend or on your socials and leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. You can also order a Have In Your Hands copy from any good bookstores or your favorite bookselling online retailer. In pleasure. Bye for now. <laughs>